Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. Today, if you're listening in real time, it's Thursday. We are walking through Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 14. Today we are on verse 13. It's actually the middle of a sentence, so I'm going to back us up to verse 11 and read all the way through verse 13. Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 13. For the remarkable undeserved grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It teaches us to reject ungodliness and worldly immoral desires and to live sensible, upright, and godly lives with a purpose that reflects spiritual maturity in this present age, awaiting and confidently expecting the fulfillment of our blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Christ Jesus. That's verse 13. Awaiting and confidently expecting the fulfillment of our blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Christ Jesus, which is still part of one sentence that continues into verse 14, which is what we will do tomorrow. So please, please, please come back. If you haven't been listening to us for Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, it's perfectly fine to listen to today on your own. But I do recommend going back and listening, and I pray this will be a blessing. When we're talking about God's grace, we've been talking about how God's grace brings us salvation, but also how God's grace is for us and for everybody. There's no like closed market for God's grace. And yesterday we were talking about how God's grace teaches us how to live. Today we're focusing on how God's grace helps us wait confidently on Jesus. Now I don't know about you, but my whole life I've been listening to this one expression that I know that for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, everybody else has been listening to this one expression too. And that expression is, Jesus is coming back. Or sometimes they switch it up with, Jesus is coming soon. (laughs) And I know some of the old saints, they talk about how Jesus is coming soon, and then when people get like frustrated or ask like, well, when's soon? Well, it's sooner than it was before. And every generation has their reason for thinking like, these are the end times, these are the end times, these are the end times. And we're not going to know. Jesus said we're not going to know, even though he told us some things to keep an eye out for. And there are plenty of things going on in this world right now that would lead us to believe that these are the end times. But I feel like it can still get so much worse, which makes me sad to think that and to say it out loud. So as we are learning to live confidently through God's grace, um, waiting confidently on Jesus, let's pause and reflect. What are some things that you, what are, what are, let me rephrase that. What are some times that you are able to wait confidently on Jesus, whether not necessarily Jesus coming back the second time, but waiting confidently on Jesus to change a situation or to to answer a prayer. What are some ways that you're able to confidently wait on Jesus and what are some times or some situations where you're not able to wait confidently on Jesus? And we'll be right back. When I think about times that I am able to wait confidently on Jesus, it really truly is by the grace of God. And it's things like, I don't know, God just gives me supernatural patience, which is a lot for me because I don't have patience very often. I think it's easier for me to focus on the times I'm not able to wait confidently on Jesus. There are times in my life where I call myself waiting on Jesus, but I definitely wouldn't say it's confidently. I'm whining, I'm crying, I'm complaining, I'm still waiting, but I'm not happy about it. But there are some times where I am confidently able to wait on Jesus. I would say actually while I was waiting for a husband, um, I had decided I didn't really care if I had a husband. I told Jesus like, whatever you wanna do is whatever you wanna do. So, but Jesus kept giving me like weird messages along the way, like speaking very clearly to me and, and saying, strange and bizarre things. Um, 
that led me to believe that a husband was coming. And so I was able to wait confidently on Jesus in that. Like I wasn't trying to rush it. I wasn't looking around for it. I was actually kind of surprised when it happened. Um, And so when I was waiting confidently expecting the fulfillment of blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ Jesus, I know for the verse it's specific about us waiting on the reappearing of Jesus, but I think that it also can apply to the answers to our prayers. And so that was one example of how I was able to wait confidently. I think when it comes to waiting for the reappearing of Jesus, I have become very impatient in that area. I used to be more patient because I was thinking of all the people I knew and loved that weren't saved and I wanted them to have an opportunity to be saved. But I got to this place in my life where I started to get impatient because I think about all the people all the people that have been evangelized to and have rejected God. And to me, I was one of them, so I'm not throwing stones here. But to me, I think that at the rate we're going, I know this isn't true biblically, but it feels like Jesus is never coming back. Because it feels like God's so patient and so gentle and so kind and so loving that he's going to continue to wait until more and more and more people say yes to him and accept the grace that he has given us through the death and resurrection of Jesus. Now I know Jesus really is coming back because he said he was coming back because God's words that he's coming back. So we know that we know that we know that he really is coming back. And that's why we can wait confidently for him to come back. However, it's not always easy. So as we live our holiest, hot mess lives, let's be mindful of God's grace that helps us to wait confidently on Jesus, whether it's waiting confidently on Jesus to come back to this earth, or whether it's waiting confidently on Jesus to move and manifest his glory in our prayers. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, we're just so grateful for your grace, Lord God. Hallelujah for your grace, Lord God. It's your grace that helps us to wait confidently on you, Jesus, in all of the things that we need you to do in our lives, Lord God, in all the ways we need you to touch and change us, Lord God, in all the situations that we're waiting for you to move in, Lord God, and in the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate act of you coming back here, Lord God, manifesting in the flesh again, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus, that we know that we can wait confidently for your reappearing because you are our Lord and our Savior. Help us to wait confidently, expecting the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Christ Jesus. Help us to be bold and confident in you, Lord God, and help us, Lord God, to encourage others to want to know you and to be in right relationship with you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray this was a blessing for you. I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe, and that you'll come back to your more tips and strategies on how to live your holiest, hot mess life. God bless.